0: The gypsy woman told my mother, before I was born, I got a boy charge coming, he's going to be a son of a gun, he's going to make pretty women's, jump and shout, then the world want to know, what this all about gadzooks is a great name on the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down right? That sounds like some bullshit you irish son of a bitch <laughs> like when people are stunned I'd say yes. gadzooks that's the gateway to run. my third eye open yeah. like, gadzooks is not a bad name yo back in this bitch like she begged for it how are you how are you i'm uh i'm doing well thanks for asking um otwd podcast on instagram at GVDZOKS on Instagram? On thewaydown.net for YouTube? Patreon.com slash OTWD for more of my blibbering, blabbering bullshit that will all eventually just be forgotten dust. But hey, while we're here, uh, go check it out, won't you? Go check it out and give me money, goddamn you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I have a song stuck. In my head, I've had it stuck in my head all day. You ever have that? Of course you have. Like, it's just a piece of a song. And I, I'm quite possibly fucking the words up. Because the lyrics I have in my head can't be. It just can't be what the actual lyrics are. But my version's quite entertaining. and I don't even know who sings it, what song it is. I don't know what the rest of the song sounds like. I just heard it somewhere. I'm not sure where I heard it. But it's like, again, this can't be the lyrics. So I'm just going to expose myself. The lyrics in my head are something, something, something in an alley make. (laughs) (laughs) I repeat. Oh, shit. I just fucking hit the mic with my huge chest. These are the problems I have in my life. Um, All day I've been repeating something, something in an alley, make love by a trash can. (laughs) There's no way those are lyrics. They might be something about being in an alley and making love by a trash can, which I've done a lot of wild shit in my life. I can't say that's one of them. I've never made love by a trash can. And funny, if you heard the Hawaii episode where I explain what happened to me in Hawaii, I feel like if there was ever an opportunity, that was it. But went ahead and passed on that. I'm I'm good, you know. Ah, uh, count me out. That's a hard pass. I don't wanna. I don't wanna make love by a trash can. I've made love to a few trash cans. I'm playing. I'm playing. They've all been lovely. Um, I guess we should figure out what these lyrics are, huh? And if you know them, if you know the song I'm talking about, and and you're screaming out as if I could hear you, relax, relax yourself, okay? I'm I'm gonna figure it out. Me and Siri. This bitch always has my back. We're gonna figure it out. Um, let's see. I don't even know. I mean, I guess I could just, (laughs) I guess I'll just say the lyrics as they are in my head. Let's see. Uh, song make love by a trash can. Oh, see, it came up. It, It knows what I'm talking about. Shea Butter by Ari Lennox. I think Ari Lennox is J. Cole's lady. Yeah, oh yeah, featuring J. Cole. Is that the song, Shea Butter? Let's play it. Let's go to Spotify. Let's see, I wonder. Oh, I know this song. Oh, this is kind of a slapper. It's somewhat a slapper. I don't really want to listen to the whole song though. I just wanna I just wanna verify if those are in fact the lyrics. I'm going to look like an entire fool if the lyrics are very different. I sure hope that part comes up soon. Yeah, I remember this song. Come on, bitch, say it. Man, this bitch look like Wesley Snipes, low key. I knew it, dog. Dog, I knew it. Wow. All right, Lennox, I fuck with you. I don't necessarily want to make love to you by a trash can or any goddamn body for that matter, but I mean, those are the lyrics, folks. Get lost in the alley, make love by a trash can. I mean, there's so many songs anymore that, uh, you know, options are limited as far as lyrics go. So I'm not mad at that. I mean, if this bitch want to make love to somebody by a trash can, by all means, by all means, just don't call me for that. You know what I mean? Like we can go inside. Is inside a possibility? In a building perhaps? Is Is that an option? How very strange. I should be more confident in my uh, my ability to recall lyrics that I heard once upon a time, probably walking through Target or some shit. I mean, that's definitely within the genre of songs I'd be ingesting on the regs, so who knows. Um, but goddamn, I got that right. I got that one pinned down. That makes me think how many other songs are out there that either... I assume I know the lyrics and I've been singing them wrong, or I assume I'm singing them wrong, but I'm actually right about them. You feel me? Like when I was a kid, I think it's a Michael Bolton song. It's when a man loves a woman. I swear to Christ and all of his disciples, <laughs> all 12 of the motherfuckers. Was it 12? Either way. I swear to Christ and all seven to 15 of his disciples that I thought it was when a man was a woman when a man was a woman and I didn't think nothing of it. It was, I was just like, I'm, I'm like four or five years old. And my dad used to bang that shit in the house, Michael Bolton. Um, I remember asking my dad or no, I think I was just singing it. That's what happened. I was just singing it to myself My dad was like, what the, what are you saying? I'm like, when a man was a woman, what you mean? You love that song. He's like, no, when a man loves a woman. I'm like, what? I mean, now that you say that, it it certainly makes more sense. Back then. (laughs) Nowadays, what I'm saying is, uh, I'm a visionary. I'm a goddamn visionary. 1989, I'm singing about when a man was a woman. Fast forward to 2023, everyone's like, yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> what did she do? Is, is there more to this story? No, shout out all the transgenders, you weirdos. <clears throat> be weird. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> In fact, if I wanted to be a woman, you know goddamn well I'd be a woman. i do what I want. i do what the fuck I want. So I am the guy that if I had, if I woke up with a burning desire to turn my stuff inside out or whatever the procedure is, I'm not going to presume to know exactly all the details that go into that. But whatever it entails, if I wanted to do it, I'd do it. But I wouldn't insist on people not pretending it's a bit strange. It's a bit strange. Strange meaning shit I'm not used to. Shit I'm not familiar with. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I I don't really even believe in wrong. Never have. I just believe in everyone should do whatever they want to do. And as long as they ain't hurting nobody else, live long and prosper. But I'm probably going to make fun of you. (laughs) Not because I hate you. Just because it's it's a barrel of monkeys to make fun of anyone. And so why should you be exempt? If I'm going to make fun of a motherfucker's shoes, you don't think I'm going to make fun of the fact that you look like a woman? The fact that you're the biggest dicked woman I ever did see? The fact that you're a beautiful woman with a dick bigger than mine? <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. The the low-hanging fruit just as sweet. You know what I mean? Give me a break. I'm on your side. Only because I'm not really on anyone's side. But I'm not, like, on anyone else's side more than I'm on your side. I'm not on their side either. Am I explaining this adequately? Do you get it? And while we're on the topic, I'll just go ahead and point out the irony that Ari Lennox herself kind of looks like. (laughs) She, she might be transgender. um, But, you know, she has more money than I do, which begs the question. With all that money in your bank, why are you making love by a trash can? Get a room, baby. Get yourself a room at the Ramada Inn. Even a Motel 6 is better than a trash can. Imagine making love by a trash can in the back of a Motel 6 and you just wish you could go into the Motel 6, but then someone who's actually booked at the Motel 6 comes out and she's like, nah, you're really not missing out on anything. Just save your $52 and just proceed, because it ain't much better in this, motherfucker. In fact, there's more roaches in here, because they don't even want to make love by the trash can. So they see their way on in. There's roaches fucking everywhere in here. What are we talking about, God damn it. What are we talking about? Where have you taken us, Philippe? <laughs> Uh, A little Beauty and the Beast reference for the bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Weekly reminder that you are free and encouraged to listen to Radiolab at any time you want. Turn me off and listen to Radiolab. Go learn about how light bulbs work or some shit. Go learn about the origin of the record player. The fucking phonographs. Is it called a phonograph? I actually have one tattooed on my body. So you should... I should probably, not you, me. I should probably know what it's called. Is it a phonograph? Or a gramophone? Something like that. Guess what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter a tad. Um... Well, shit, where do we go from here, huh? Where do we go from here? we covered Ari Lennox, making love by a trash can, we've shit on transgender people. Uh phonographs possibly gramophones shit maybe I should listen to Radio Lab, huh maybe I should go ahead and take the necessary steps towards sounding less like an imbecile an imbecile Imbecile's an underrated word I can't wait to call someone an imbecile in just out in the wild in the real world Just like well let me ask you something I, I, I just have one question uh, are you a fucking imbecile are you Are you a fucking imbecile? You can get a hamburger and not a cheeseburger when cheeseburgers are clearly right under hamburger on the menu? Who the fuck gets a hamburger when you could have a cheeseburger? Like, yeah, I want what he has, but just much less good. Thanks. Hold the best part and run it. If you get a hamburger when you could have a cheeseburger, go fuck yourself, you know? Go fuck yourself. Go make love by a trash can. Oh, it's funny. Speaking of like Radiolab and NPR and all the things I like to shit on. I always hear people be like, it's not that entertaining, but you'll have a bunch of information. You'll always be the smartest person at the party. Newsflash, those people don't go to parties. NPR people don't get invited to parties. No party I'd want to go to, goddammit. You go to an NPR party, before you enter, you're approached by seven dudes with twirly mustaches, and they all have clipboards. They're trying to get your signatures to fight whatever injustice they got a fire burning in their belly for this week. Excuse me, sir, do you like whales? You do? Well, I'm pleased to inform you that they're all dying, but if you sign right here, you can make a difference. And if you're not yet on the edge of your seat, just wait till I talk to you about carbon emissions. No, I like whales. I fucks with whales. Just not enough to go to the NPR party. Not enough to sign anything, you know? Ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker with a clipboard, boy. Ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker with a clipboard. Like, yo, can I just go to Ralph's? Can I just enter and then exit Ralph's without you? Excuse me, sir, are you registered to vote? Nope, I'm a murderer. They won't let me do that. I did... 40 years in prison. I'm only 37, but, you know, you go ahead and figure it out. You listen to Radio Lab. You do the math. I'm a convicted murderer and a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I make love to minors by trash cans, so, you know, I, 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 you know they won't let me vote. It's a shame, too, because I, I care so much. You know, I just, if there's one thing I do, it's care. Now, may I enter the NPR party before all the kombucha runs out? Is that okay with you, Stanley? I just imagine his name's Stanley. You ain't never in your life met a Stanley who wasn't holding a clipboard. That much, I guarantee. And if you have, if you think you have, he at least owned a clipboard. He left the shit in the car or something. I think when Stanleys are born... Like, when, when babies are born, the doctor's like, have we thought about names? We're thinking about Stanley. Oh, well, that's a fine name. A very fine name indeed. Nurse, bring the clipboard. <laughs> you know the protocol. We're going to send this baby home with one of those funny beanies and a clipboard. He's going to need both. This baby has injustice to fight. Changes to make people to annoy. And parties to not be invited to. Um... If you're a listener and your name's Stanley, thank you for being here. Patreon.com slash $5 a month gets you access to everything I have to offer my entire life. Anyway, goddammit, what else are we talking about? What else are we getting into? What other issues are we tackling today, huh? Let's see, I have notes. <clears throat> but I made them a very long time ago. You ever make notes? Like very um minimal notes, like keywords, and like oh, I'll totally remember what I was gonna talk about. All I have to write is that word, not it'll all come rushing back to me. And then you're like, why the fuck did I write vacuum cleaner? <laughs> I didn't write vacuum cleaner. It's just like for instance, I remember sitting in my car and thinking like for some reason I was thinking about helicopters. I was probably stuck in traffic or something, and just fantasizing about how ill it would be to just fly over all of it. One hand on the, on the, on the is, I don't know, do helicopters have steering wheels? You know what I mean. The helicopter version of a steering wheel. One hand on that motherfucker and the other hand hanging out the window, just waving the middle finger at everyone who deserves to see it below me. That would be tight. But what I wrote was, because I, I drive a Nissan Versa, If you don't know what that is, Google it and think less of me as soon as you see it. Um, I said, a Nissan Versa is essentially just a helicopter without all the helicopter shit. (laughs) I don't know why I wrote that, uh, but it's true as a motherfucker, baby. It's true as a motherfucker. I get to be in a helicopter without all the helicopter shit. No propellers, no tail. No, uh, I just realized I have no idea what else helicopters have. I don't know a whole lot about helicopters, you know? I feel like that's an underrated form of transportation, though. It might be. Actually, I know uh, I'm talking out my ass. I tend to do that. It might be the wackest form of transportation. It just seems unmanageable. Like, come on, dog! it's 2023. You got propellers above you? You got giant blades that spin around so fast you can't really see it. It just looks like a giant, like like a halo over a Nissan Versa. And that's how you get around as a respectable human being? Madness. But I can't lie, it would be kind of tight if my Nissan Versa had a propeller above it. But knowing me, I can't, I mean, you can't give me a helicopter because as soon as I get a helicopter, You could go ahead and start the clock, start the countdown to when I'll eventually try to get guns installed on the motherfucker. You can't have a helicopter with no guns. Come on, dog. I grew up on Schwarzenegger movies, Sylvester Stallone movies. I want cannons and missiles on my helicopter, or you could keep the shit. It's like a Humvee. You remember back in the day? I don't know how old you are, but I remember back in the day, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a a Humvee. And he had a gun turret on the top of it, like a military-grade Humvee with the gun, with the the gun thingy on the. That's what you call him, right? Isn't that the military term for him? Gun thingies. Uh, he had it, but it was just kind of like the thing that holds the gun. So at first, I was like, "Damn, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a Humvee with a gun on the top." Of course he does. He's the fucking Terminator. He does, and he deserves to. But then. I realized that it's not really the gun. It's just like the thing that holds the gun. And even as a kid, I remember thinking like, oh, well, it's not that cool then. It's actually less cool. It's less cool than if you were to just have a roof with with no gun on it or or no thing that holds the gun. Because otherwise, that's like walking around with a sheath with no sword in it. Like, hey, everyone, I'm a knight in shining armor. You can tell because this is my sheath. My what? My, where's my sword? Oh, I mean, let's not get crazy. I can't, I can't just walk around with a sword. But if I had a sword, that's where I would put it, you see. The fuck out of here, Arnold, that corny shit. Walking around with a sheath. I am Arnold. This is my sheath. <laughs> I hate when people do Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions because they're all the same, you know? It's one of those ones that just been, it jumped the shark, if you will. And you will, because I demand you do. I feel like I say that often, because it's so good. I'm out of my mind. Um, see? See? Do you see? We managed to pull a few minutes out of just me writing in my, my phone that a helicopter, or rather a Nissan Versa is like a helicopter without all the helicopter shit. I tell you, it's not easy being a goddamn genius, but occasionally, I'm up for it. I'm up to the task. I rise to the occasion. <laughs> I sound this is these are jokes, guys. I sound like such an arrogant piece of shit on this podcast. And sometimes I'll hang out with people who listen, and they'll be like, "It's funny. You're not really the same <laughs> out in the wild, you know." Like, I thought you'd be way more intimidating than I find you to be in person. Like, you talk so much shit on your podcast, but then you're just kind of a nice, regular guy in real life, IRL. And my only response is, yeah, that's because I'm insecure and riddled with anxiety, you see. I should have made more coffee before I did this. I guess I could go make coffee and come back and you would be none the wiser but i know myself if i take a break and go downstairs i'm going to be like ooh downstairs is nice maybe i'll stay down here for a week or two fuck all that shit we were just talking about but yes i wish i had coffee um funny the other day i went to starbucks and i i, I don't i'm not really a starbucks guy you know i make coffee at home like, once I leave the house, I, I don't drink coffee all day, mostly because, I mean, who the fuck drinks coffee and alcohol? You know, after noon, after like new, after the morning's over? What am I, Henry Rollins? <laughs> Shout out Henry Rollins. I love that guy. I met him, I worked with him. I ain't work with him. I took pictures of him, but you know, that's working with him. What have you done with your life? Um, he's been a hero of mine for years and years and years. I don't know if i talked about this on the podcast it doesn't matter hear it again if i did and be just as enthralled um see there's that arrogant uh, podcast guy coming out i saw henry rollins if you don't know who that is give it to google okay not gonna explain it um i saw him at coachella and i just said coachella like people who go to coachella coachella um, I saw him there at Coachella. He, I knew him from Black Flag, from his band and, and all the other shit he does. But I saw like, Henry Rollins is going to be here. What the fuck's he doing? It's like, is, is he performing music? It's kind of like comedy and also like a lecture. There's not many things like it that I'm aware of. And I know everything. So there's not many things like it. That was my knuckle that just popped uh, involuntarily. But I saw him at Coachella, and it was tight. And I was just kind of like all in ever since. I've read his books. I've listened to all his his podcasts, his whatever the fucks are out there, all the things he does. And uh, one day he did a show at The Grove, which is a little venue. Uh, at the time, it was right down the street from where I worked right by uh, Angel Stadium and uh, where the Ducks play. And uh, I was like, damn, Henry Rollins about to be right down the street. And I hit my wife up. I hit up a few people, and no one could make it. Everyone had plans. I'm like, funny, I don't. But now I do. So I bought myself a ticket, thinking I'd just squeeze in the back, just see what Henry Rollins is talking about. And I show up by myself. And people don't do shit by themselves normally. I'm a do shit by myself ass person. I love doing shit by myself. So I show up at the Grove. I'm a little early. The doors haven't opened yet. So I get myself a drink. I hold down the corner table. I'm chilling. I'm chilling out. And uh, then I go in. And they're like, how many in your party? I'm like, just one. Uno. Ace. And they're like, We're just you? You're by, you came by yourself? I'm like, I did, in fact. I gotta tell you thrilled about it. I am. So they're like, Oh, um, okay. Well, give me a second. And I'm like, are these motherfuckers not going to let me in? Cause I'm by myself. You know, Like this is, this is wild. We need Stanley with the clipboard. This is an injustice, but he comes back and he's like, we actually have a seat right in the front that we weren't, we, we didn't think we were going to get to fill. Do you want to sit right in the front? I'm like, shit, you Bet your sweet, succulent rear end I do, sir. Show me the way. Uh, Next thing you know, I'm sitting front and center, right in front of Henry Rollins, and he's talking. He's doing his thing, and he was, um, oh, that's what it was. I just remembered. I was, like, big into travel photography at the time, and that guy's a world traveler, and he takes pictures. Um, He wouldn't call himself a photographer. He just, like, snaps candids uh, throughout his travels, and he was showing all his favorite pictures and, like, just talking about him and taking questions from the audience. I'm like, God damn, that sounds amazing. I might want to witness that. Never thinking I'd be front and center. I showed up, uh, I bought tickets like an hour before the shit. And uh, it was tight. It was real tight. I kind of hoped, I, well, I didn't kind of. I very much hoped I was going to get to meet him after. But uh, I didn't. He didn't do like a meet and greet or whatever. So I was like, ah, that's fine. No big deal. Fast forward, maybe a year later maybe not even quite a year I'm working for Rick Rubin and the producer, my homie, Justin Richmond is like, yo, we need you Wednesday or whatever day it was. I'm like, yeah, word. Who is it? And he said, Henry Rollins. And I said, I'm sorry. Did you say Henry Rollins? And he said, I said, Henry Rollins. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm going to need that. Just one more time. Did you say Henry Rollins? Because it sounds Exactly like you said, Henry Rollins. And he said, that's actually because I I said Henry Rollins. And I said, God damn it, I'll be there. Me and my helicopter, sans all the helicopter shit, will be in attendance. And this is the part in the podcast where I forget why we're talking about Henry Rollins. Um, Oh, the coffee. Found it. So I meet him. And uh, he's very weird, but really nice. And uh, you'd have to know about him. But he's exactly the way he is, uh, you know, on podcasts and on TV and shit. Very uh, proper. He's like a, he carries himself like a reformed serial killer. Or like a reformed, like he's in the Hell's Angels or some shit. But he comes up all rigid, all rectangly like a goddamn drill sergeant. He's like, hello, I am Henry. It is a pleasure to meet you. I'm like, is this motherfucker a robot? Has this motherfucker been a robot the whole time and no one told me? But I'm like, hey, man, it's a pleasure to meet you, you know, this and that, whatever. I didn't want to fan out. Like, I wanted to fan out, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to fan out. I wanted to tell him like, hey man, I actually just saw you at the Grove, and it's so funny because I bought a ticket last minute and no one else could make it, so I went by myself, assuming I just hold down the back. But turns out they had a seat in the very front that they were afraid they weren't going to be able to fill. I'm not sure really why that would be a big deal. Maybe because money, you know, they lose money because then you sit one in the back, and then uh, you'd have to hope like a party of three shows up or a party of five because one's a an odd number. You know that you're very smart, but uh, then when you sit an odd number, you gotta hope to God that. Uh, another party of an odd number also shows up because it's kind of like tetris you know you you, you understand right okay so uh, uh, the point is i saw you at the grove and i was it was uh it was it was really cool it was really cool i didn't say any of that i uh sat quietly like a church mouse in the corner and watched him and rick rubin talk shit they're like old friends so they were just shooting the shit and I was just, it was one of those moments. I've had many of those moments. So I'm like, God, am I here? Why, how, why did they let me get in here? What am I doing here? Don't they know I'm a fraud? But it was awesome. And uh, the whole point of this is that he's walking Rick through his daily routines and whatever. He's like, every morning I rise at 0500. I'm like, okay, relax, Henry Rollins. Like, we're not actually in the military. Sure, you look exactly like a G.I. Joe, but you're a punk rock legend. You could just say 5 a.m., but also you're Henry Rollins. Say whatever you want. It's like I rise at 0500, I do pull-ups, and I pour myself a cup of coffee. Then I begin writing, and I drink that same cup of coffee all day long. And Rick, understandably, is like, As the same cup of coffee? Yes, I allow myself one cup of coffee. Black, no cream, no sugar. And Rick's like, "Uh, so it gets cold. You drink cold coffee? Like all day? Yes, that's right. I drink cold coffee. It starts out warm, but then it gets cold and I keep drinking it. And I'm like, today I learned Henry Rollins don't have a microwave. But that's okay. Henry Rollins, you're Henry Rollins. Drink cold coffee all you want. You could drink baby blood. And I would support it. So yeah, they finished their conversation. And now it's my turn to do my job. So I approach him with my cheeks just ablaze because uh i'm a little smitten because it's henry rollins and uh we had already introduced ourselves or he introduced himself remember the part where i said pleasure to yeah uh that had already happened and i'm just like hey uh, henry you remember me right because we just yeah um so if you're okay with it I'd like to take a few shots of you for the website and then for, you know, whatever publications pick this up. If that's cool with you. Also just, I'm more than happy to go fuck my entire self in the corner. I will fuck off to the corner. If, if, if that's, if, if that's to your liking sire, (laughs) but he's like, you would like to take photos of me. Yes, we can do that. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, well, fuck. Lead the way or no, I'll lead the, follow me, Henry Rollins. So we go outside. I set up my flash. I'm like, yo, I'm about to fuck this photo shoot up. They're about to write about me in the Guinness Book of World Records after this photo shoot. My pussy's just dripping for Henry Rollins. Um, That was gross. Uh, I don't have one of those, but if I did, I would need a towel, two towels, Uh, a blanket even. So I position the lights. I position him. My, like, if, if would you mind possibly just taking a, a step forward, Henry Rollins? Not, not, not quite that. Just, just uh, go back to where you were, and then just do like half of what you. Yeah, no, that's. You know what? I'll move the flash. Fuck it. Just stay there. I'll move the flash. Uh, and I, I shoot a bunch. Uh, actually, not a bunch. I think I shot like three pictures. That's the hardest thing about that gig. Like you got seconds to get gold. And it's very hard and very stressful. But the good news is they fucking with the best. They're fucking with the best. So I was very happy with the photos I got of him. And uh, at the end, I was like, all right, I think we got it. Thank you so much. He's like, yes, thank you for taking photos of me. I was like, Henry Rollins, you crazy. Um, And then my homie Justin, the producer, was like, hey, do you mind taking a photo of me and Henry? I'm like, oh, so don't fucking ask Henry. Motherfucker's standing right there. And Henry's like, yes, I will take a photo with you. I would love to. And so I get a photo of him and uh, and my friend Justin. And then I'm just like, I'm looking at them both. And I'm kind of like, I, 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 I want I want, a, I want a photo with Henry. Roll- Can I get, do you think I could get a photo with Henry Rollins? Like, I know I'm the guy who takes the pictures, but could, could, do you mind taking a picture of me and Henry Rollins? Henry's like, yes, of course. I'm like, all right, Justin, take the fucking camera. Justin, take the camera, take the. Camera. I'll be right there, at Henry. Roll- stay right there, Justin. Take this motherfucking. Camera. No, no, that button. Press that button and then that button. But you gotta put. No, you gotta point it at me. Point it at me. You're pointing at the ground, Justin. You're very good at what you do, but clear, this is not what you do. I'm playing. He wasn't. He he knows what he's doing. I'm I'm bullshitting. Um. So I get a picture with Henry Rollins, and it's with the flat. It looks so professional. Oh, so professional, and it, it, it's so dope. Very proud moment. And then uh, we just stand around kind of shooting the shit. He's telling me jokes, and I'm laughing way too hard at them. And then I'm like, don't don't laugh too hard. Don't laugh too hard. And he tells another joke, and I'm still like, don't laugh too hard. Don't laugh. Oh, fuck. I'm not laughing at all. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's too hard. <sighs> am I high? This is how I am when I smoke weed. That's why I don't smoke weed, because I turn into a fucking imbecile. Callback! Would have preferred to have called someone else an imbecile, but we'll get there. Uh, and we're just shooting the shit, and he's talking about... Yeah, I was, I was actually, uh, I just did Joe Rogan and this. I'm like, oh, no, uh, that's, that's so funny because uh, I, I also really, really like Joe Rogan. So what are you doing after this? Are you, are you, can we all hang out sometime? No, I didn't. You know, obviously, I didn't say that. Um, the point is I don't drink cold coffee because I'm not Henry Rollins. Only Henry Rollins can drink cold coffee. It's not like you order it cold. There's a difference. If you order iced coffee, that's different from ordering hot coffee and then just continuing to drink it once it's cold. It's very different. Also, I realized recently that I don't know shit about coffee. I, 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 I don't know shit about coffee, and I don't really care to. Like, what is my name, Stanley? Do I got a twirly mustache? Am I a barista? Do I work at a bakery? Man, fuck a bakery. I'll send a bomb to a bakery. Wink, wink. I don't know shit about coffee. And I discovered this because the other day I went to Starbucks. I think that's how we started this whole thing. I went to Starbucks. I was going to go to the gym. and I was just feeling not motivated. Coincidentally, there's a Starbucks in the same parking lot. And I think I, I didn't have time to make coffee before I went to the gym. I had to take my son to school, blah, 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 blah. Domesticated, you know? Um, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going go to I'm gonna hit this Starbucks drive through and sit in this here helicopter minus all the helicopter shit, and drink this coffee, this very hot coffee. And uh, I'm in the drive-through, which is so weird. I'm kind of an old man. I'm like my father. Like I get a dri- well, I'm in a drive-through to get coffee. Very strange, but I did it nonetheless. And all that. I'm getting closer to the to the thing to the speaker. I'm like, hmm. Maybe I'll venture out. What do people drink? Like, I don't want no, like, iced macchiatos or whatever the fuck. I have no interest in that. But, like, what if I got an espresso? I'm, I'm, I am I'm. think espresso is a thing. Like, isn't that just stronger coffee? But then I know people are like, let me get three shots of espresso. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Like, can I just say an espresso? And is that different from a shot of espresso? Like, if I wanted a full cup of espresso, do I have to, like, do I have to have it pre-measured out in my mind? Like, okay, well, a a cup can fit, I don't know, seven shots of espresso, 12 shots of espresso. I don't know. And I just have to ask for however many shots of espresso will fill the entire cup. How do I do it? I don't know. I just drink coffee, black, no sugar, no cream. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get an espresso, I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna do that So I get to the, the window And I'm like I'm, I'm behind the guy Who's at the speaker I'm like trying to Peer over his car To look at the uh, The menu I'm like alright uh, Oh I see it right there Espresso Oh but then what is that It's that espresso Within there's this espresso. Oh that's iced I don't want to iced What the fuck Again not Stanley um, Yeah I guess I'm just gonna order An espresso I hope I like it I get to the window. I'm like, all right, we're doing this. We're doing this. I keep saying window. I mean speaker. I get to the speaker. I'm like, all right, here it goes. They're like, welcome to Starbucks. Would you like a fucking a, a muffin? I'm like, ah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't keep all of those. Every single one of them you got, keep them back there. They still belong to you. Um, But I would like... Um, I, uh, I would like... You know, she gave me a large coffee, uh, 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 black, please. Thank you. I panicked. Fucking panicked. I don't know why, because it's like if I just ordered it and then she handed it to me and I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want this. I could just be like, I'm sorry. Can I have something else? Or knowing me, I'm so goddamn polite. I'd probably pay for that and be like, thank you. Have a good day. See you in five minutes. And then just drive back around to the drive-thru. And just put on a hat or something to, like, disguise the fact that I'm the same guy who was just here five minutes ago. Meanwhile, she's making, like, $6 an hour. She doesn't give a fuck about me or my life. She's probably making more than $6 an hour, I think. I don't want to shit on baristas. Um, But, yeah, I don't know shit about coffee. I don't know how it comes, you know. Truthfully, my favorite coffee is, like, 7-Eleven coffee. And if you just grumbled on your end of this podcast on wherever you're listening to it from, if you just like, or, 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 "Mm." (laughs) go fuck yourself. I like Seven Eleven coffee. It never fails. It's consistent. I like consistency when it comes to coffee. Are you aware of that old bit that, uh, it's one of my favorite stand-up bits of all time. It's uh, Dennis Leary talking about coffee. YouTube it if you haven't seen it. It's fucking hilarious. It's like I go into Dunkin' Donuts and I ask the kid, "Hey, let me get a large. Large what? Large coffee. What flavor? Coffee flavored. <laughs> Is it impossible to get a coffee, a, a cup of coffee-flavored coffee in America anymore? I'm not gonna do the whole bit. You go, go, go. Listen to it. Um, it's probably a Bill Hicks bit. <sighs> if you know comedy, you get it um is it too early to leave Fuck, it's only been like 40 minutes I try to do an hour what if we just did like noises by we i mean me what if i just did sound effects all the whole time like boy <laughs> i don't know that's the first one I thought of okay let's let's reel it in huh that's not entertaining for anyone other than me, that was a blast. I'm not going to lie, that was a blast. Let's see, who else have I met? Oh, shit. Speaking of meeting people, <clears throat> I just met Chris D'Elia. Uh I work at the Brea Improv. I'm not sure I've said that. I'm sure it's come up on the episodes I do with Drew, but I'm assuming you don't listen to those because who wants to listen to Drew, you know? And he won't listen to this, so I don't feel bad about insulting him because he only listens to the shit he's involved with. So, Drew, if you're listening to this, it's probably not a coincidence that Drew rhymes with Jew because you look like one. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. Unless, no. um, I'm going to leave that one alone. It's too hot out here in these streets right now. Kanye didn't fucked it up for all of us. Their noses are pretty big. I'm playing, I'm playing. These are jokes. These are jokes. Um Yeah, I work at the Bray Improv. I I just randomly I I just I I needed some structure in my life. Frankly, I just needed something else to do several nights a week that wasn't sitting at home drinking being depressed or going out And making terrible decisions with my life. You know, drugs and things. Um, So I went and I saw Shane Gillis at the improv. And I started looking around. I'm like, it'd be kind of ill to work here, huh? It'd be pretty sick. Like, that guy standing over there watching all the shows for free? I could do that. I could surely do that. So uh, one thing led to another, and I work there now. And it's fucking awesome. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a job. So, you know, I'm occasionally I'm like, man, fuck, I got go to man, fuck, I gotta go. Man, fuck, I got to go. Man, fuck, I got to go to work. But more often than not, I'm like, ooh, this comic's going to be there tonight. That'll be cool. I'll get to meet them and, you know, watch their shit. And I fucks with the people I work with, so that's always a plus. Um, it's been a positive experience. I truly don't even know how much they pay me. I assume it's not much. I don't know how much they pay me. I don't know when they pay me. I just kind of gave them my info, and then I'm just trusting them to kind of slide me some money every once in a while. And so far, so good. Because <laughs> no calls from the bank. Um, but yeah, it's, it's I call it my jobby because it's technically a job, but it's more of a hobby. You're welcome to use that. Anyway, Chris D'Elia did four shows, five shows at the club. And, uh, he's a little more high profile than we're used to getting there. So he doesn't do like meet and greets and all that shit. And, uh, Usually when there's a meet and greet, I'm always, when there's a meet and greet, I'm the guy kind of standing there making sure that, you know, no one stabs the comic in the neck. And then I also get to shoot the shit with the comic. I met, also, I met Harlan Williams the other day. He's the guy from Half Baked who gets arrested. And they're in the radio. They're like, yo, can someone go meet Harlan Williams at the back door? He needs help with merch. And I'm like, I'm on my way. I like that guy. So I was like, hey, man, it's nice to meet you. Will you come with me to my car? I'm like, I will go anywhere with you in your car, sir. You're Harlan Williams. Um, But yeah, I went to his car and got his merch. But this is not about him. This is about Chris D'Elia. comes, and he's not doing a meet and greet. So I'm like, fuck, man, I kind of want to meet this guy. Also, he follows me on Instagram. But it's not like we're on, uh, we're not like friends. I'd like to be, but we're not friends, you know? I, uh. It came up a while ago that I might take some photos of him, and I'm a big fucking fan, so I was obviously stoked. And he responded, and we talked a little bit. We went back and forth, and then he followed me, and that was tight, and I use it every chance I get to kind of shit on my friends who are doing nothing with their lives, and uh, which is most of them. Fuck you guys. Uh, You guys don't listen to this anyway, you non-supportive fucks. So anyway, after the last show, I uh, hit up the manager, who's a cool cat. And I'm like, yo, um, you think it'd be possible I could go to the green room and I could meet this motherfucker? I'm like, not now, but, you know, whenever it's convenient for everybody. And he's like, yeah, man, he's super chill. Like, I'll, I'll talk to him, and I'm sure it's fine. I'm like, all right, sick. I appreciate it. So then I started getting nervous. Like, fuck, I'm about to meet Chris D'Elia. Like, we've talked on the internet, but I'm not going to approach him. Like, hey, man, we follow each other. Do you remember? You have 2 million followers, but you remember me. And I'll preface this by saying, Chris is controversial. If you know, you know. And everyone else that works at the club, they were kind of hating on him. And that's fine, you know. But they were also kind of hating on me for not hating on him. And I'm just, I'm kind of the older dude. I'm just like, man, I don't give a fuck what you kids are talking about, dog. And they're not kids, obviously. I sound like an old asshole. They're like in their 20s, they got their lives ahead of them. You could see the sparkle in their eye. I'm like, wait for that to be extinguished and then come talk to me. Um, but they're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't respect him. I'm like, oh, all right, bro. Like, you know, go ahead. Here, hold this clipboard. <laughs> um, yeah all the whole time he he was doing shows cats are like i don't know man like if you saw the documentary like i'm telling you if you just saw the documentary i saw you would feel dim i mean oh no i'm i'm sorry i gave you the impression that i didn't see the documentary i actually have i know everything you know the only difference between you and i is that i don't care I don't care. Oh, but he's a woman. You know, he, he's a womanizer. He, he Underage women. I'm like, oh, I know, I know. I, I remember. I saw it. I just. I don't care. I don't care. All right. Well, you would care if it was your daughter. Oh, I don't think you know me very well. I'm part Chinese. We kill our daughters at birth. No, we don't. I'm, oh, I would never. I might kill her before she's born, you know. I'm not above that. Rove, Wade and all that. Um, I'm not gonna drown this bitch in a lake. I, I don't. I, there's no lake around here. What am I supposed to make my wife go through labor, and then put the baby girl directly in my helicopter without the helicopter shit, and drive to a find a lake? Although I do have a bathtub. But no, that's always what everyone always says. Well, you would care if it was your daughter. Sure. Sure, but in that there sentence lies an operative word. That operative word being two letters long, the first letter is a vowel, and the second a consonant. The vowel sounds like eh, 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 and the consonant sounds like f, which coincidentally is the same sound that starts off one of my favorite phrases a phrase that's very near and dear to my heart that phrase being fuck out of here fuck out of here sure of course i would care if it was my daughter but not so don't i would if was but don't cuz not i ain't perfect my goddamn self and neither are you all right, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's for Grandma. And furthermore, Krista Lee has made me laugh a hundred percent more than a hundred percent of those bitches ever did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because I mean every word of this. But um, I trust I don't need to tell you to go fuck yourself if if you feel a certain way about this. You know, who am I? I'm nobody. I ain't shit. Go complain to someone who cares. Go cry to someone with a bigger platform and a smaller dick. How about that? No, it's not that big. But I throw it around, you know. I'll be throwing this motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, after the last show, my manager, shout out to him. He uh comes into the kitchen where we're all kind of standing around. And he's like, yo, Zach. I'm like, yo. He's like, he kind of gives me the old, like, Head nod to the side, like mm, come, come, come here, motherfucker, come here. Remember, you had asked. Um, this is come on. I'm like, oh, uh yeah, uh, oh, sure thing. And uh I follow him into the green room, and I got all my I got my speech prepared. I've been around famous people, you know what it is. I'm like, I know how to conduct myself, like all the Henry Rawls, You know, I I say all that shit for goofs, but I'm I'm not an imbecile. I know how to conduct myself. And I have like my whole everything I'm going to say. I don't want to say too much, but I definitely want to say something. Cause that motherfucker, like he's a big part of my life. Truly. He's kind of like my podcast inspiration. If we're being real with each other. Like I wasn't going to tell him that obviously. I'm like, Hey, I have a podcast too. You should check it out. Do you want to be on it? I would never, you know, but, uh, he's a big part of my life. And, uh, I, I, I got so goddamn starstruck that I not only forgot to say what I wanted to say, but even sitting here now, I still don't remember what it was I was planning to say. I walk in the green room and the manager's like, Chris, this is Zach. And then he just fucks off, which is appreciated. And Chris gets up, he's like, Zach, and reaches out his hand. And I shake his hand I'm like, what's up, man? Uh, it's, uh uh, 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 he's like, so, uh, it's, uh, you work here. I'm like, I, uh, yeah, I do. Fuck, I, I guess I do, huh? But yeah, um, it's nice to meet you, man. I just, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you know, you're probably trying to get out of here. You just, you're a big part of my life, man. I just couldn't uh, pass up the opportunity to, uh, to 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 shake your hand. So I appreciate it. It's like, oh, yeah, no worries, man. So you live around here? And I'm like, oh, no. Well, yeah. I mean, I live closer to here than you do because you live in L- I live I, I live in Anaheim Hills. It's like maybe 20, 25, 30 with, with traffic. But, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's local. It's like, oh, cool. And I'm thinking, he don't really, he's just making small talk. He's a nice guy. I'm like, this motherfucker don't really care if you live around here. There's just, like, certain things you go to to kind of fill the holes in a conversation to make it less awkward for everyone. And uh, his videographer was there, who's a bad motherfucker. He does all his, like, his uh, road documentaries or whatever. I'm like, yo, do you shoot all of his road docs? And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, man, I'm a fan of you too, man. You're a bad man. So I'm like, looser talking to this cat. Cause like, we speak, him and I, we, just, we speak the same language. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Cool cat. And uh, so Chris said a few, it, I, I fucking had tunnel vision. It was like I was underwater and Chris D'Elia was on the surface. And I'm like looking up at him, but it's all blurry. It's like I was watching myself meet Chris D'Elia. And then I was like, Chris, I, forgive me if this is due too much, but just just so you know, just throwing this out there, um, I have a sister. She's not quite eighteen, so you better hurry up. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm that's a complete joke. Um, that's a joke. My sister is not seventeen. My sister is how old's my sister? How old, How old am I? Thirty seven. She's thirty five. So anyway, I didn't say any of that, but, um, one thing led to another, we we're talking for maybe five minutes and I was like, yeah, we actually, uh, we actually follow each other. You and I, I don't expect you to know that or anything, but we've talked about and it. It's like, Oh, do we I'm like, yeah, we do. Um, on Instagram he's like, Oh, what's your name on Instagram. So I'm like, I'm telling him, we go into that. I'm like, yeah, we talked about a year ago. I shoot for Rick Rubin and, uh, we talked about me possibly setting up a photo shoot with you for some stuff you had going on. And he, he immediately remembered. He's like, Oh shit. I do remember that. And he's like, Zach. I'm like, yeah, I'm Zach. And he's like, I know, like I already said that, but now I remember. So you're that Zach. I'm like, Oh, I am that Zach. No, I I was very way more humbled than that. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Um, you're like really funny. <laughs> nah anyway we shot the shit a little bit and then i was like all right man well again i appreciate you meeting me i'm gonna get out of your hair would it be possible to get a picture with you just one last request and he's like oh dude of course and then his photographer the videographer guy he jumps up and just because that's like if there's pictures to be taken he's the guy so i hand him my phone and chris is like hey let's go out here it's better light and i'm like ah yeah i appreciate it so we go out there and the photographer takes like I think like 12 photos, which is always appreciated. And uh, I'm just like pointing at Chris and he's doing like the peace sign. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna flip off the camera just so everyone knows. And then he laughs and everyone laughs. I'm like, I made Chris D'Elia laugh. And that wasn't even a joke. So imagine, imagine if I got these jokes off. Just imagine if I reached down into my silly bag but I wasn't going to do that. There's nothing more cringy than when you see a see someone meet a comedian and they're trying to make the comedian laugh, like on podcasts and shit. I'm always like, oh, I can't listen to this. I cannot listen to this. But yeah, um, met Chris D'Elia. He was very nice and accommodating and um, just a good dude. Oh, before that, this is what's funny. So remember, remember for days now, I've been like enduring all my coworkers talk shit about Crystalia, and I'm just quiet. I'm like, well, I'm, y'all feel how you fuck you wanna feel, but I'm about to get a picture with this man and put it on the internet. I'm about to shake this man's head and call him a god. And I just kept that to myself. Like, I wasn't disagreeing with anybody, but I was just like, quiet, all good. And on the last night, when it was finally because they don't know I had asked the manager, yo, because it was the night before the last night. I was like, yo, can I you think I could meet him tomorrow after you know, after his set before he leaves? They didn't know that. I kept that to myself. At the very end, after all this shit talking, after all this shit talking, one of them's like, Hey, so um you think we should all try to get a group photo with Chris? You think we should ask the manager? I'm like absolutely not. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was, I I was dumbstruck. I was like, you motherfucker. No, y'all not fucking this up for me. I looked at him. I was like, well, shit, I'm tell you right now, I'm getting a solo one with him. And if you guys want to try and get one with him after, by all means, go ahead, go ahead. But not before I get mine, because this means something to me. And it means nothing to you. And if we all go in there at once, then it's going to be a thing. And then he might be less likely to just meet with me. Also, fuck y'all. Fuck every last one of you. I don't know how many of them listen to this. I do like all of you. <laughs> Did that sound genuine? Um, it, no, it is genuine. I fucks with my coworkers. They're all really good cats. Yeah. Um, but that was the the one that I had to put my, my fucking size 12 down. I wasn't going to stand for it. I'm not the most um assertive cat in the world, but that moment when they were like, yeah, we should all try to get a picture. I was like, no, 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 no. That will not be happening. I'll tell you that. You're going to have to, everyone are you going to have to fight me. And I got to tell you, It doesn't look good for you. I'm not sure how well you'll fare. Is all I'm saying. So, yeah, I went and got a picture. None of them did. And uh, I feel like they're all judging me for getting a picture with him. But also. I don't don't care. I I, I, I don't care. All right. Okay. Just for the sake of of being a good person and a good coworker and a good friend. Right here, live on the podcast, I'm going to try. Truly, I'm going to give my best effort. I'm gonna put my best foot forward and attempt to care. Okay, here we go. Crack my knuckles real quick. Crack my neck, all right. Couple stretches. Move some shit around my desk. A sip of water. Uh, scratch my beard. Uh, all right. All right, here it goes. <clears throat> I can't do it. Fuck, I can't. I can't. Whew, fuck, that was, I, I can't. I mean, you heard me try. You heard me try. You can't say I didn't try. Man, I almost blacked out right there. I guess I can't, you know? I I guess I really can't. But I did try. (sighs) Shout out my coworkers, but mostly shout out Chris D'Elia. And shout out you for listening to this podcast uh, and supporting it. Shout out to all the patrons. I love you, baby. Um, I feel like this was a good episode. This was fun. I needed this. Um, I, I think that's all I got. For today, uh, go listen to my new music. I put out some new songs on Spotify. Shout out all my friends who are encouraging me to, uh, that's not how you say that word, encouraging me to put out all the music I've been sitting on for a long time. Um, I had a good conversation with them while my drummer was in town. And uh, we, three of us, me and two of them, sat in a hot tub uh, in the most masculine way possible and had a heart-to-heart, and uh, within that heart-to-heart came up my insecurities and my uh, all the reasons for which I've been holding back things that I'm very proud of, Uh, mostly because they're not perfect, but you know what? They never will be, and the idea of dying without them ever coming out is far more imperfect than the idea of putting them out even though they're not like necessarily studio quality or, you know, all, all my little hangups. So we're getting past that. We're working through it. And thank you if you have been one of the few people to help me push through that. And uh, if you're in the same boat, if you're struggling to put out things that you've been sitting on, um, I'm here to tell you, you shouldn't. Don't do it. Don't don't put them out. Keep them for yourself because they're probably not that good. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing, baby. You know I love you. Um, Yeah, man, make shit and put it out. Who gives a shit? We're all going to die. All of us are going to die. I'm going to die and you're going to die. So if I put something out and you don't like it, the good news is you only have the rest of your life to not like it. After that, it don't matter. So that's how we're leaving this off. Follow all the socials, all the shit. You already know what it is and what it ain't, what it look like and what it all matters. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for riding with me, for following me, for encouraging me and uh, for coming back next time because I'll put out another one sooner than later. Take care of your goddamn self. We out.